Hello. gonna feel sorry for you if anything at all i'll pull down your pants take off my belt and whoop your behind just black and white man them jokers were big size of a quarter dog on it's that kapooya kapooya this is the truth you want answers i think i'm entitled you want answers i want the truth you can't handle the truth this is danny land and i'll make them pay yeah, how's that 2021 going for you? Oh, there's a microphone. Hello there. How are you? Talk about a dumpster fire, my friends. All right, there we go. I usually release Danny Land on a, on a Wednesday, but this week it's different. It's inauguration week. Lots of new listeners this week to the podcast. Everybody welcome in Danny Land. Thank you. Even if you think I'm a big jackass. My name is Danny Chekolinski. I come to you from the dungeon here in Willoughby, Ohio, that's 20 miles east of downtown Cleveland. I'm a libertarian, so I'm I'm never happy. We talk a lot of politics on the podcast, but here's what we it's different. We do it in a blue-collar type of way, okay? We're not politically correct at all. We embrace the differences in this country. I love this country and I hate the government. We fight with words, not bottles, bricks, and fire. Black Lives Matter and Antifa are social terrorist organizations with zero zero redeeming value. We'll prove it in this podcast and every future podcast. Danny Land is different, okay? We're not going to yell and scream. We're going to uh, address to address things of, of interest in the world today. And right now, there's not a bigger story than the inauguration here in the United States of America. So let's try and have some fun with the events that are happening. And again, these are all beyond our control. All right. Inauguration of uh, Joe Biden. Different. It was uh, weird. There were, let me explain. There were more flags than people. It's almost like it happened on a, on a Hollywood stage. Bill Maher, he's the flaming liberal, right? Okay, funny man, I guess. He's got that show on Friday night. He had questions about even having an inauguration. Why not just junk the whole thing? Why are we going outside? I mean, uh, all all I hear all the time is like, you know, because of COVID, we have to not travel and not get into big crowds. So why are we having this inauguration? Why can't he just go in a room? All you need is a room, the wife, a judge, a balloon, <laughs> a copy of the old book of Jewish fairy tales to put your hand, hand on, and you're done. Well, I mean, he's been doing that, campaigning that way. Makes a good point. It's a funny guy, too. You might not agree with this politics, but I kind of like the sense of humor. Now, I, I, I watched most of the inauguration, and it, uh, you saw it. It kind of looked like a, like a Zoom conference call. There's nobody on the parade route except the, the, the National Guard. And did you see how many of the people in the National Guard turned their backs on Slow Joe when he went by? It's a good point, all right? The division in this country is huge. Don't, don't, don't kid yourself. What we really need to do is focus on the corrupt media. Let me explain. They love explosions and fire and people throwing things. Listen to uh, Anderson Pooper. This is the night before the inauguration. He's pretty much fanning the flames of division. And he sounds like he is, he's looking forward to violence that, that didn't even happen. And, and, and I mean, 
Doris, to Ken's point, it, not only are there 25,000 National Guard troops, uh, there is concern, you know, and FBI investigations to try to make sure that none of them harbor uh, ex extremist views, which is just, you know, it's understandable. It is entirely depressing. And the vast majority are, are you know, in the National Guard because they are patriotic and support the Constitution and want to serve their country. Um, yeah. Well, the thing is, you know, Mr. Pooper, uh, nothing happened from those of us on the right. Uh, the, the urine bags like Black, Black Lives Matter and Tifa, they're still out there, still a problem. More on that is coming up here. But let's focus on the media. They are not part of the solution. They aren't supposed to pick sides. But what they do, they being the media, they march to the beat of their own drum. This is the night before inauguration. And listen to them. They're fawning all over Vice President Campbell, though. Vice President-elect Kamala Harris will actually be escorted up those stairs by the acting deputy House Sergeant-at-Arms. And guess what? There is a new acting deputy. And guess who that acting deputy is? It is none other than Eugene Goodman has been named oh. the officer who helped save the lives, perhaps, of not only the vice president, yeah. Mike Pence, but others. Yeah. Sorry, I was fawning over the media there. It's like that, what was that scene, that Meg Ryan restaurant orgasm scene? Please, stop. Now, again, to be fair here, okay, Trump probably would have done the same thing, but the media hated Trump, and they would have said it was uh, something like a symbolism over substance. The media is irresponsible. Not all, okay, I'm not going to do a sweeping generalization, but pretty much the majority. They, they love the tension and the division. The violence. In the summer, it's Trump's fault. Attacks on the, the Capitol, what, two weeks ago? Trump's fault. Virus, ah, Trump's fault. Absolutely. The Browns eliminated from the playoffs last week. Ah, Trump's fault. Now, I bring evidence to this, okay? I'm not just I'm not shouting slogans out there, okay? Friends on Facebook, Radio Danny. Friends on Facebook, Radio Danny. What happened over the summer, those are protesters, according to the media. All that violence. The 47 people that were killed over the summer. No, they just, uh, they're just protesters. Now, what happened last week at the Capitol? Protesters? No, those were Trump terrorists, according to... Our friend Jake Tapper over there at CNN. Biden is about to assume the presidency at a moment of great division, pain, and tension in this country. The massive military presence here in Washington is a stark reminder that it was only two weeks ago when the U.S. Capitol was under siege and that pro-Trump terrorists have threatened <laughs> new attacks. Oh my God. He just said it right there. They're terrorists. If you came out and you you're a terrorist. Unless you did in the summer that you're protesting. It gets worse, my friends. I'm going to uh, stay with CNN. I, I may mispronounce the guy's name here. Uh, David uh, Chilean. I, I don't watch the program, but, but anyhow, CNN talking head, and listen to this guy. And the contrast on display tonight was so stark. I mean, those lights that are that are just shooting out from the Lincoln Memorial uh, along the reflecting pool. It, I look. It's like almost. Uh, extensions of Joe Biden's arms oh, embracing America. It was a moment where the new <laughs> president came to town. What? Did this guy eat a bag of mushrooms? Help me out here. I mean, the last time I heard somebody talk like that was when I was, I went to a rave in college, okay, and everybody was tripping on uh, freaking mollies here. <laughs> the, the lights 
are Joe Biden's hands wrapped around the nation? I mean, if that's the case, my God, I hope that you wash your hands. True international pressure. All right, so Trump leaves the White House on Wednesday morning. He does not attend the inauguration. It's a good idea, okay? There's too many people don't like the guy. But then he's criticized. He's a sore loser for not showing up. He shows up, all the attention's on him. He's a narcissist. The guy can't win. He, uh... He gave his final words, he being Trump, before getting on Marine One, and this was, uh, it's kind of cryptic here. Listen to the end. I want to thank Congress, because we really worked well with Congress, uh, at least certain elements of Congress. But we really did. We've gotten so much done that nobody thought would be possible. But I do want to thank Congress, and I want to thank all of the great people of Washington, D.C., all of the people that we worked with to put this miracle together. So, have a good life. We will see you soon. Thank you. Thank you very much. Ah, kind of weird, huh? Very cryptic there. Have a good life, and we'll see you soon. I've studied Donald Trump since I was 21. I read all the books. He always has a plan. And for the life of me here, I, I, I can't figure it out. I don't know. Third party? Eh. Patriot party is the rumor. We'll see. Now is a good time. Now is a good time, my friends, to sit back and just take the change. It's the honeymoon period, okay? Need to be fair. Need to give it time. Slow Joe becomes president yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I'm showing no respect to the president, I know. Uh, with Slow Joe, okay. So he, he becomes president yesterday. Then He's banging the drum on unity. He wants us all to come together now. So. To fight the foes we face. Anger, resentment and hatred. Extremism, lawlessness, violence. Disease, joblessness, and hopelessness with unity. We can do great things, important things. We can right wrongs. No, dear God. I, I, seriously, too much damage. Too much damage. We were, we were thugged a few weeks ago, and now he wants us to come to a block party? Doesn't make any sense. I have zero desire to come on board. And maybe 74 million Americans feel that way, too. And I say it all the time. They call it a breakup because it's broken. Wednesday night, the night of the inauguration, everybody is together. Everybody is singing Kubaya. Isn't that right there, uh, Sean Hannity, huh? Chaos, violence in the streets of Portland and Seattle tonight. Trace Gallagher is in our West Coast newsroom with the very latest uh, that's going on on the West Coast. Trace, what's going on? Yeah, Sean, we have several protests underway in both Seattle and Portland. In Portland, about 100 far-left anti-police protesters dressed all in black marched through the northeast part of the city. Along the way, they smashed windows of a building that houses the Oregon Democratic Party and carried signs saying that we are not governable and a new world from the ashes. Well, 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 what do we have here? Seems to be a little problem in paradise here. Now, again, my name is Danny Trekolinski. This is Danny Land. Thanks for joining the podcast. I keep pointing out the problem of division. It's not going to go away. I'm pretty sure that it, it's just not fixable. The left is notorious for the do what I say and not what I do. That's never going to fly with, with anybody that has any common sense. I'm going to make my point now, okay? Slow Joe screwed it up on the very first day. New uh, press secretary, Jen Psaki, announces a mask mandate in all federal buildings. Oh, yeah. They're not messing around. 
To combat the deadly virus, the president launched his 100-day masking challenge, asking Americans to do their part and mask up for 100 days. He's doing his part as well, issuing a mask mandate that will require anyone visiting a federal building or federal land or using certain modes of public transportation to wear a mask. All right, if that's what Slow Joe wants, he's the president, he makes the rules. So what's the problem, right? <laughs> the night of the inauguration, Slow Joe's at the Lincoln Memorial, a federal building, national TV, not wearing a mask. I mean, at least fake it for a few days. But the Democrats, but the Democrats must think that you are really stupid because they don't even hide it anymore. I don't want to cause problems, but I don't want to be part of this shit parade. All right. So, all right, let's be fair. What did Slow Joe do on day one? Guess what? He eliminated 11,000 jobs. With U.S. President Biden taking office, America's energy policy is now getting an extreme makeover. On his first day in office, President Biden signed an executive order revoking the permit of the Keystone XL oil pipeline. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau reacted to the order, saying that he was disappointed and that Canada, being the single largest supplier of energy to the U.S., supports thousands of jobs on both sides of the border. Mm-hmm. Not bad for day one. What do you think there, Patriots? More Americans out of work. Our energy costs are going up. Can you feel the progress? Can you feel the healing? Can you feel Joe Biden's arms wrapped around the nation? True international average of pressure. Yeah. All right. Again, my name is uh, Danny Chekalinski. This is Danny Land. I have my own blog, RadioDanny.com. It's been banned by Facebook, so you know you know it contains vital information, RadioDanny.com. Uh, one more thing here, 24-hour comment line, always open for anything you want to say. It doesn't matter. I'm going to prove that here in just a second. We're going to end on a little bit of levity. 561-318-3702. And a lot of my listeners to Danny Land, they have outstanding... Standing ideas here. You know what I miss? You know what I miss? The Hardee's hot ham and cheeses. Something happened. Um, they got taken over by Carl's Jr., the parent company. Then we got this green burrito, Hardee's somewhere. <laughs> and I think we can point to when Hardee's and Carl's Jr. removed the hot ham and cheese from their menu to the point to where the country started going downhill. <laughs> Because America hasn't had hot ham and cheeses from Hardee's in several years, we have seen it deteriorate to the spot that it is currently now. America needs hot ham and cheese from Hardee's. A return to this will make a return to American core values, and we can all get along again. Yeah, why not? Make yourself a McMuffin. Feel the burn. We, we have to laugh, my friends. It's a great remedy to get us through the next four years, okay? There, there's plenty of hate and anger out there. We can still disagree without yelling. The most important government document, it's the United States Constitution. And I firmly believe, with all my heart and my soul, that we have to do whatever it takes, no matter what the sacrifice or the collateral damage, we have to protect the United States Constitution. Again, there's enough stupidity and violence in the world. Don't go looking for trouble. I'm focused on my personal property and the safety of my family. 
And I think everybody should do that. I don't receive any money for the podcast. I do it for free. I do it for you. Help me out here. Takes just a second. Promote the podcast. All right? Promote Danny Land on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. Once again, this is your podcast. The power of the podcast comes from you. Have a great week, and we'll talk again next week. Shut up and sit down. Have just experienced the truth. Those asinine morons who canceled us were themselves fired for incompetence. Make sure to tune it again to Danny Land. I'm charming and clever, and I can unhook a bra with my toes. Be Danny's Facebook friend at Radio Danny. He'll be sure to send you pictures of his wang.